Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a trusted place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online. That's at SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can go old school and give us a call. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-331-6445. All right, so today we have an excellent program for you. In studio, my friend and special guest, Mr. Ben Socek. He's the owner of Home Downsizing Solutions, and you're going to want to write all of this information down and reach out to Ben. Uh, I'm Look, I, I was disturbed last time we talked, and I might be more disturbed today by what we're going to talk about, because I just had no idea about what was going on in the market. So uh, write this phone number down, 402 450 that's 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And uh, this is a veteran-owned business, and it has earned an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau. So Home Downsizing Solutions, an excellent firm, and again, owned and operated by Ben Socek. And Ben, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Good afternoon, Steve. Thank you for having me back, and glad to be here, and uh, hopefully we can enlighten a few other listeners today. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Ben, so last time uh, we had we had you on the program, we were talking about uh, some folks in the market, and I just think this is just really, bo- I, I think it's at least shady, <laughs> and maybe bordering on illegal, although I think it's just this side illegal. But we talked about how there are more and more, uh, quote unquote, you know, businesses in the market that are offering to buy someone's home uh, for cash. Uh, and, and then uh, today, I just wanted to kind of continue that conversation, identify on how how we should identify a real or legitimate uh, cash home buying company. Uh, last time, we talked about three simple questions. And that, uh, that first one, maybe we could just do a, a quick review. So that first one was, uh, if you're not sure, Ben, you said, ask the question, are you going to take a look at my house physically? Yes, that'd be the first thing is, uh, of course, in COVID, uh, the last year and a half, it, it's been a time when some people didn't want a person into their house uh, for understandable reasons. And so by the seller taking pictures and sending that to a company like mine was a very legitimate way to handle uh, that aspect of uh, due diligence to see what type of condition the house is in. And so that was needed. But if a person is unable, if a company is unable to come and look at a house uh, based on their geography, then that is something to at least pay attention to. Uh, for instance, I'm located in, in Lincoln, Nebraska, but if I don't look at a house, then my inspection agent that is located here in the Kansas City market does look at the house for us. Mm-hmm. And so that, that way, 
we're not assuming certain things by pictures and giving one offer. And then when it comes to the time of closing, because of then doing a walkthrough of the house, we're changing our numbers. We don't do that. And that that can happen very easily when a person or company is making an offer on a house just based on pictures. Yeah, that if if it's my house and someone says, yeah, let me let me take a look uh, and you know walk around, give me some pictures, and you know, I'll, I'll give you this. I'm like, I'm not trusting that offer because you, you didn't actually walk into my house and see all the details, and uh, I would be highly suspicious of that. You also said that another great question is, can you close in seven days or less? Correct. If a company says, well, we need 21 to 30 days to close. That is sometimes an indication, one, that they don't have the cash on hand to close immediately. Whether you as a seller want to or not, it's still a good question to ask them to ensure that they are a cash buyer. Uh, Because in our circumstance, the only thing that slows us down from closing is the title company to check title and prepare the closing paperwork. Otherwise, I can wire funds today. Uh, With a company uh, such as a wholesaler that is not prepared to close or doesn't want to close typically, and they're just looking to flip the contract, they will use that three to four week period of time or more if they can to, uh, quote unquote, get their contractors in to take a look at the house, Mm -hmm. which are typically buyers or potential buyers that they want to get in the house to sell their contract to. So there's line number one, by the way. (laughs) Uh, That's that's what they'll tell people is, is they need that 21 to 30 days. Uh, they'll also tell people that the title company will take 21 to 30 days, but from tw- for 24 years, a good title company typically doesn't need near that long to mm-hmm. check title and prepare closing paperwork. So that's just another pu- piece of the puzzle to, to check on that. Okay. All right. And then uh, you said an- another great question is, how did you come up with your offer? Correct. In our case, trying to be as transparent as we can, we start with showing the seller, uh, if we have good comparables, we will show them what we think other houses, well, what what other houses have sold for, not what we think they have sold for. We'll, We'll show them the comparables, and then we explain to them the transaction costs that they're gonna pay no matter how they sell a house, whether it's to us or, or a regular sale on the market. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll go over the the expenses that we or another company or another person would put into the house to repair and update the house to its most uh, highest value mm-hmm. uh, in general. So, yes, we want to be – you want to understand how they're coming up with that offer. That's that's the main point. Okay. And so we're we're here today with Ben Socheck, owner operator of Home Downsizing Solutions, to reach out to Ben. Here's the phone number. And look, first of all, if you're looking to sell your home as is, and you're moving to a senior care community, maybe you're downsizing, maybe you're a family and and you inherited a, a house that needs you know a lot of work, repair, updates. Maybe you you inherited that from from an estate, and you're like, what are you, what am I get, what are we going to do with this house? Or I don't want to be in the house for months waiting for the, the the roof to be repaired and all of the you know and the carpet to be redone and painting and all this kind of stuff. We just want to kind of walk away. 
Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions. He is the person to call 402-450-0199. That's 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. We're talking today about some of these. Uh, I, I'm just going to say it. Ben's, ben is a, a very nice guy and he's not going to speak out of turn, but I will. Uh, we're talking about some of these shady and I, I think just, just on this side of legal <laughs> home buying services. Uh, and, and that's not what Ben does, <laughs> right? So we're trying to differentiate. So, so Ben, so we talked about some of the questions that you would ask to discern, you know, is this one of these, these kind of these shady, uh, home buying companies or is this a legitimate home buying company? So what, so they're, they're offering, an offer. They usually don't even see your house. They're going on pictures and then they're dragging out that process so that in hopes that what, what are they hoping to do during that process? During that period of time, they're trying to find a buyer that, that will actually step in and buy that house. So they're trying uh, to flip the house and just handle paperwork in doing so, making money. Essentially, once they have the contract, that then that gives them a legal interest in the house. Okay, and then they can find a buyer to actually execute on that contract. So, if they have a contract to buy a house for say a hundred thousand, and they can get potential buyers in there to to buy the contract for one hundred twenty, then they pick up the difference at closing without doing anything, and. Again, to some extent, if they're disclosing all of this very clearly to a seller so that the seller understands exactly what they're doing, that's one thing. Okay. But in the circumstance that I mentioned last last show when yeah. I was on, uh, the, the folks that were in Kansas City that our company then bought the house from, none of this was disclosed to them, mm. especially the part of the company – the wholesalers putting their house on the market on the multiple listing service to try and attract that end buyer. Did, did that company ever have any intention of buying that house for cash out of out of their own assets? No, uh, and that's that's how I don't want to say most because I don't know everybody in the market. Yeah, but that is technically what wholesaling is in this industry is uh, is getting getting a contract on the property trying to market that contract any way that they can to find an end buyer yeah. and 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 having that end buyer actually execute on the contract. So if they don't disclose that up front, like, you know, hey, I'm going to list your house and I'm not going to buy your house for cash, even though that's kind of what I'm advertising. I'm going to find a buyer and then I'm just going to profit the difference. And if I and if I can't find a buyer, uh, then, you know, I'm not buying your house. Well, I mean, unless they're disclosing that up front, I would strongly suspect that uh, uh, many of them do not. Uh, it, this is why we're raising this red flag, and we're going to get into a whole lot more coming up next. But first, what do we have going on? The Senior Care Live question of the week. We can't forget about that. And it is all home buying companies are experienced and licensed real estate professionals. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. 
You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. You can just go to SeniorCareLive.com or through the app Odyssey.com. Right back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. All home buying companies are experienced and licensed real estate professionals. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is. False. The answer is false. And Ben, why is that false? Uh, technically, anyone can go out and buy a house. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. And even if they have a company that they can go out and buy a house, and if it's their own house, they can certainly turn around and sell that property. So uh, those are all very legitimate legal things to do. Uh, my Me personally, after several years of buying and selling houses – I wanted to get my real estate license, uh, which does uh, – I need to disclose that, of course. Yeah, And sure. I feel that it makes me a little more credible. Uh, There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And so also I can provide better services to my clients and potential customers that if I'm an agent, it seems like most agents always push people to list their property and that's it. And most investors will always talk about, oh, those agents don't know what they're doing. They just want to list a house and tie it up and and wait for somebody else to sell it. Mm -hmm. And in my situation, I can offer people both services. So whatever is best for the homeowner, I can provide that service no matter what that is. See, and that's why – that is exactly why you reach out to Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions. Uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You can buy your house as is. He can list it on the traditional retail real estate market, whatever makes the most sense. Ben can take care of that for you at 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And, Ben, you've created a new website. And, again, this is this is, all this gets me really fired up. And uh, the new website, and for our listeners, please write this down and check it out. It's called Stop stoplowballoffers.com. And I, I love that domain name, by the way, Ben. Stoplowballoffers.com. So tell us about that website, Ben, and, and, and what information would be available to visitors. Uh, sure, Steve. Uh, again, with, with what I encountered, and I've known about wholesaling for years. Uh, it's, it's been around for a long, long time. And, but certainly with the current real estate market, there are more quote-unquote gurus out there teaching other people how to get into creative real estate. And wholesaling by just controlling that contract is one of the easiest ways to get into this business. But because of the number of wholesalers, I think, doing this wrong, uh, I wanted to shed some light on this. And one way that I could educate people is to uh, create a website that would have this information on. And that's where 
Stop Lowball Offers was was born from, I guess, is, yeah. is my interest in doing that and shedding some light on that and providing education so that people uh, could learn about that if they're uh, if they're wanting or, or needing to sell their house and in a convenient way and they just they just don't want to go under traditional route. I want to educate them about what's out there and what they should pay attention to uh, before they make that decision because it is a big financial decision to make. Yeah, no doubt about it. And so uh, when you go to StopLowBallOffers.com, you're going to learn about, a, uh, I think, a really invaluable resource. And then you call that the Secret Insider's Guide. Tell us about the Secret Insider's Guide. Essentially just information, some of which we've been talking about yeah. already on the show, of course. And uh, some other basic information, I think, that uh, that sellers, that homeowners that want to sell their house – uh, to a cash buyer should be asking uh, cash buyers, again, just educational information so that they're armed uh, against a, a very slick-talking salesman that's on the phone mm-hmm. uh, wanting to control their house. Um, just a couple other additional quick items that, that are in there is uh, with with title companies, if a, if a company is wanting a person to, to sign that contract, ask them who the title company is. And call that title company hmm. uh, as a reference and say, hey, is ABC Company a legitimate home buyer? Do they actually close on their contracts? I know in my case, I always give a seller my contact, inf- uh, the contact information at the title company to call and and ask that very question. Is, is this guy legitimate? Does he actually buy houses or, or is it something else? And uh, so that's, that's another big item. Uh, one other item is a proof of funds letter. Hmm. Uh, if a cash buyer has the funds or a line of credit that they can actually access and close in a few days, they should be able to provide a, a proof of funds letter. Uh, that's something that I have. And just beware, though, again, this is just one piece of the puzzle, because some of these guys that I'm fully aware of, they will pass proof of funds letters around amongst themselves. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so one person will use a proof of funds letter that some other person actually has. Oh. Uh, so again, how's this that, is how's that not illegal? That's got to be uh, illegal, right there. <laughs> well, well, with a little humor, I'm I'm a very dry humored person, yeah, but yeah. With, with a little humor, everybody knows that everything's legal unless you get caught, right? Okay, gotcha. So right. <laughs> that's one of those things where it's, right. it's legal until you get caught. Mm-hmm. But um, just some of these things that yes are are not necessarily above board, but if a if a seller looks at all this information and uses the pieces of the puzzle from the information that I put together, this this insider's guide to, to finding a, a real cash buyer, that's really should eliminate a lot of uh, of the fake people that you're going to talk to out there, whether mm-hmm. they sound great on the phone or not. Uh, hopefully this will be very beneficial to them. Okay. And is it important to meet uh, that person in uh, that that representative in person or, I mean, you know, should you uh, be comfortable with a, a phone call or, or a Zoom? And like like we said, you know, in this day and age, we ha- kind of had to do that. Now we don't really need to do that. Should you meet them in person? Just because of logistics, it's not always going to be possible. I know for years I looked at all the houses myself, but it got to be the point where I needed someone else to inspect houses yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, although... 
even going back 12 years, I've I have a, a small book that uh, that I published that's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, being very upfront with your listeners, it's not much of a read, but it is information <laughs> about how to sell a house and and downsize, which is on Amazon. Secrets to downsizing your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel okay. and on my website, so that uh, it it's. I've heard more than a few times of, about a person that sold a house to us that knew me through all my information. So one way or the other, know who you're selling to. Okay. And uh, Ben, is there a cost to the Secret Insider's Guide if someone wanted to get a copy of that? On the website, it is a 30, uh, $37 uh, information item. But if you'd like to call me direct. For the listeners of Senior Care Live, I'd be happy to send that directly to you and answer any questions I can about selling a house. All right. Thank you for that generous offer, Ben. So for your very own copy of the Secret Insider's Guide, uh, Ben is offering that free of charge to Senior Care Live listeners. Just give him a call. Reach out at 402 450 0199. That's 402-450-0199. You could also visit stoplowballoffers.com. And Ben, thanks so much for being here today. Just, just phenomenal information. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you for having me again. And I hope your listeners get some value out of what we've talked about. Excellent. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out the podcasts of all of the episodes at SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So March is National Social Work Month, and I'd like to recognize that and celebrate all of the great social workers out there. And thank you for all you do. Social Work Month runs the entire month of March. And this year's theme is the time is right for social work. March is a time to celebrate social workers for all of the great work that they do. And as practitioners, Social workers are trained to help people address many personal issues. They're employed to affect positive change with individuals, families, groups, and entire communities. Social workers help people cope with challenges in their lives. And social workers work with groups and community organizations and policymakers to develop or improve programs, services, policies, and social conditions. Social workers could work as a substance abuse and recovery treatment counselor, mental health counselor, marriage and family counselor, medical social worker, school social worker, foster care social worker, child and family therapist, corporate social responsibility social worker, policy analyst, and human resources coordinator. Wow, that, 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 That's a lot of areas, right? (laughs) Very diverse. 
And you could make a general statement to say that social workers are everywhere. People need help navigating tough life challenges. They contribute to interdisciplinary care teams in schools and hospitals and mental health centers, nonprofits, corporations, and the military and in local, state, and federal governments. And many social work professionals also own and operate their own private consultation practices. You might be surprised to learn that there are more than 720,000 professional social workers employed in the United States and more than 3 million worldwide. And that number is expected to grow by 12% by the end of the decade. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics continues to identify social work as one of the fastest growing professions in the United States. And other government sources report there are more clinically trained social workers providing mental health and behavioral health services than any other professional discipline in the nation. And more people are entering the field because the life-affirming services that social workers provide are needed more than ever before. And you can get an associate's degree in social work as well as a bachelor's and a master's and a Ph.D. uh, also available in social work. You could also specialize in a particular area to become a licensed clinical social worker or an LCSW. And that requires a master's degree followed by a specialization in a particular area of practice. You must pass a clinical level standardization exam and complete the state's required supervised work hours. So there's quite a process there. You could also become a medical social worker. And again, that requires the master's degree and then choosing a focus area in the medical field and then obtaining licensure in your particular state. Medical social workers help clients and families understand diagnoses and work through emotions, and they provide clients and families with counseling for decision-making in the healthcare process, including addressing psychological, financial, and social issues related to that diagnosis or maybe even a set of diagnoses. About 25% are employed by ambulatory health care services and state, local, and private hospitals. And I've personally worked with many excellent social workers working in hospitals and senior care communities and physician office, uh, assisted living, long-term care communities, and home health agencies and in hospice care. And we talked about that actually with uh, uh, the good folks from Kansas City Hospice a couple of weeks ago. Lots of excellent social workers there. There's really a good chance that your life has been positively affected by a social worker, even if you didn't realize it at the time. So to social workers everywhere, I thank you for all of the excellent work that you do. Happy Social Work Month. And now, Senior Care in the News. A news report from Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting. All right, so we've got senior care in the news. This is reported in the Kansas City Star, March the 15th, 2022. And the headline, and this is a disturbing headline, my husband was evicted from Alzheimer's care and died nine days later. Kansas, fix this. Okay, that definitely caught my attention. Uh, Charlie Imthern, I don't know if it's Imthern or Imthern. I think it's Imthern 
was placed in a Kansas-assisted living facility where he was to receive memory care support. However, after receiving good care for a while, this is according to his wife, the facility suddenly decided they no longer wanted to offer memory care. They fired all their nurses and forced the residents out. No 30-day notice, no explanation, just nothing. They just said, hey, it's time to move. So Charlie's wife, Rachel moved him to another facility where he died just nine days later. And she says, quote, It was critical that he stay there and never move again because Alzheimer's patients do not move well. She said in a testimony during a 2021 Kansas House committee, quote, It's called transfer trauma, and it cost Charlie his life. He died nine days later after being evicted. So it goes on to say Imthern from Maple Hill, Kansas, reported the 2011 incident to the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services, which conducted an inquiry but took no action. She also contacted attorneys, and she was told there was no case that could be made. She notified the Kansas Attorney General's office, but was informed state law did not forbid the involuntary discharge. So, the bottom line, we obviously have a problem with the laws in the state of Kansas. So, fast forward, there is now a law being introduced to the Kansas State Legislature, and it's referred to as Charlie's Law, which would forbid involuntary discharge without cause or notice. It would also allow the family the right to an appeal. Now, these things are available for those residents living in a long-term care community in a nursing home, right? But that's part of the federal laws and regulations that oversee that nursing home level of care. Assisted living facilities are not regulated at the federal level, but at the state level, and that's where we have the issue. That's where we need to change some things up. And this from the Topeka Capital Journal, Charlie isn't the only Kansan to be evicted by an adult care home. Barbara Hickert, long-term care ombudsman, said last year her agency investigated 79 cases and received over 200 calls from consumers on evictions. Quote, this is the number one complaint that the ombudsman investigates in Kansas and across the country. That has been true nationally for nine years now, said Hickert. Adult care homes kicking out hard-to-care-for residents is relatively common nationwide. Under current rules and regulations, facilities are allowed to do so for specific reasons, such as the resident poses a danger to themselves or others, or if his or her needs cannot be met by the facility any longer, or if he or she is unable to pay the rates and the charges. So I have a few thoughts on this. I've never heard of this exact thing happening in our local area as far as uh, one day you're providing care and the next day, hey, you're out. We're we're just not we're no longer providing the care. Uh, I have heard of that happening, but with a lengthy notice and an orderly transfer. So the the facility staff worked with the families. They were not happy, but at least they worked with the families to transition them to several other local area uh, communities, and they were just absorbed by the local communities. 
Okay, so I've definitely heard of that, but I've not heard of this, just close the doors and the next day everybody's out. I just haven't heard of that. Uh, Obviously, it did happen in this situation back in 2011, and now we're working for some uh, towards some changes. But I have heard of several situations regarding an involuntary discharge uh, due to several things uh, such as, uh, well, I'll get into some examples, but no longer able to meet the needs of your loved one. Okay, that's a very common, well, well, what do you mean we have to leave? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We weren't expecting this, so it's an involuntary discharge. Uh, We're no longer able to meet the needs of your loved one. And this could include any new negative behaviors related to dementia, such as becoming overstimulated, uh, maybe aggressive behaviors, uh, maybe even combative behaviors. And this one's really unfortunate, unwanted sexual advances. It's not the person uh, doing this. It's the disease talking, right? And it's just a very, very sad situation. But uh, but you can't have that. You just can't have it. Uh, a person, uh, an individual may be wandering or exit-seeking, causing elopement risk, uh, maybe requiring more care than the community can provide, or maybe a person just literally runs out of money. Okay, These are some of the really common Examples of when I hear about these involuntary discharges and I'll get a call saying, Steve, we need your help. Uh, we didn't get it right. So we're going to we're going to need to look for another place. So the question is, how can you ensure that you know exactly what you need and how can you make sure you choose the right place? And coming up next, I'm going to share exactly how you can accomplish that very thing. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so that is a disturbing senior care in the news report. That's a really extreme example. And again, I provided some other much more common examples of an involuntary discharge, and that could be from long-term care or assisted living. And, And the bottom line is these places can discharge you if they want to. And that's it. it. Just needs to be a fair system. Uh, I do look. I'm a less government is better kind of an individual, but sometimes some things need to be corrected through new regulation. So I'm perfectly okay with that. I do think there should be an, a right a right to an, an appeal, and unless it's a critical, dire, life threatening crisis type of a situation, I do think these folks should be given. A 30-day notice, I think that's reasonable, and I think the facility should be obligated to help the family find another suitable place and help them transition. Okay, but again, if they're no longer able to meet the needs of your loved one, and it is related to one of these common issues or maybe a not-so-common issue, how do you make sure that you can avoid that? How do you make sure you choose the right place? Well, first of all, if you listen to this program, I have gone over this so many times over the years. And again, 
you know, recorded the 450th episode a couple of weeks ago. So I, I talk about this you know, once in a while, and I've talked about it for a long time. <laughs> so, so you have a leg up over folks who haven't listened to the show maybe very long or maybe don't listen to the program. And I think you could do this. But if you need help, uh, that's what my firm, Senior Care Consulting, does. I mean, we specialize in helping families and individuals find the right senior care community. And we don't let our clients make mistakes, period. It, we just we just don't let you do that. Okay, so how can we help avoid a, an unwanted or involuntary discharge from assisted living? Well, our first step is we work together with you and we develop what we call a care profile. And what that means is we conduct a geriatric care assessment. It's a proprietary six-page Care assessment tool, essentially, to help you determine exactly what you need. And, and again, I've, I've talked about this many, many times on the program. We help determine the right level of care, the right type of care. We discuss how the care will be paid for, so we'll review payment methods, and we'll get that all lined up for you. We discuss location parameters. How far are you willing to travel to receive great care for you or your loved one? And then we also discuss any personal preferences and needs that may need to be met. A lot of times, I would say most of the time, we don't really have anything that specific. But if we do, then we're going to make sure that anything like that would be addressed by our new senior care community that we're that we're considering. So based on that care profile, then senior care consulting, and all of this is working for you and on your behalf, we researched the entire marketplace. And guess what? In the Kansas City and the extended KC metro area, there are hundreds and hundreds of options to choose from. To say it's overwhelming is uh, the understatement of of the century. (laughs) Okay. So we researched the entire marketplace to determine the top communities meeting your exact needs. And guess what? Guess what you're paying for when you work with senior care consulting? You're paying for knowledge, years and years and years of intimate market knowledge. We know the market very, very well. We've been at this for a long, long time. And I I just have to say we understand the market options better than anyone else, period. It's just a fact. Okay, so we know what places can do what we know. We know if we have some shortfalls here or there, we know which place can meet your exact needs. We're going to vet them and we're going to determine our list of the top providers meeting your exact needs. Then and that that's just the beginning of the whole process. Then we're going to schedule and set up some tours. So we're going to tour these top communities with you. We're going to go in. We're going to see everything that we need to see. And then guess what? This is the key. We conduct a 97-point inspection and performance audit. What that means is we ask questions that most people would never know to ask. So here's where that comes from. I've been an administrator at nursing homes and assisted living facilities. I know what to look for. This is exactly what I did for my own grandparents many, many years ago. I looked at it through my administrator's glasses not through the grandson glasses. I tried to be objective. I tried to take all of the emotional uh, part of that decision-making process out. Now, it's impossible to totally do that, but I tried to really focus on the objectives. 
And again, I think I look at this very differently than most people. So there's a tremendous amount of time saved for our clients. Most people spend 50 to 100 hours running all over the place, touring facilities. Half of them don't even meet all their needs. They don't even check all the boxes. But these folks are trying to do their best. They're trying to figure it out. They're spending 50 to 100 hours trying to do that. You know how long our our clients spend? Just a few hours, a morning, a morning of their time. We're in our first place at 9 o'clock. We're done by 1230 to 1 o'clock. Boom, we're done. It happens very, very quickly. It's a huge, huge time savers, uh, time saver for our clients. And our cli- a lot of our clients are still working. And they're like, Steve, I've worked so, I, I miss so much work. <laughs> right. I, I, and my employer, they've been super supportive, but I just, I don't want to push it. So if you can save me that much time and get me through that in just a few hours, I'm in. That's a huge benefit to me. And then once we're finished with the tours, this is the output of the entire process. We prepare and deliver what I call a summary report. And it includes all of the questions asked, all of the information discovered. We calculate exact staffing ratios for you. We report to you what the state found in its most recent surprise health inspection. There is a wealth of information that is now in your hands to help you and your family choose the place that you're most comfortable with. So here's what we offer you at the end of the day. There's a term called peace of mind, and it's really kind of overused, frankly. But we do offer you true peace of mind, knowing you did your best. You didn't just throw a dart. You didn't just pick a place. You didn't go uh, by, by someone's comment. You didn't go off of off of an online review that you're not even sure if that's a legitimate review or not. You did your homework, you did your best, and you chose a place with confidence. And that's the second thing that we offer, is confidence in your decision. Knowing you got this thing right. You got it right. And you you, you did all of that in just a few hours of your time. I like to say that senior care consulting, we help people discover what they need and then we help them make good decisions. You could boil this whole business down to that. Senior Care Consulting, we help you discover what you need, and then we help you and your family make good decisions. If this resonates with you, if you want to avoid everything that I discussed previously, you want to get it right in just a few hours of your time, reach out at 913 913- Nine four five twenty eight hundred nine one three nine four five twenty eight hundred, or visit online at seniorcareconsulting.com. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live.